Hey, how's it going, quarantine people? This is What's Eating You. I'm Brian Yang. As always, I'm with... Ariel, the AC. Hey! You can follow me on Twitter at Brian Yang and on Instagram at Brian L. Yang. Ariel? You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ariel, the AT. And as always, we are presented by Listening Party. Ariel, let's get right into it. What's eating you? Well, what's eating me? Uh, a couple things. Two things, really, that are eating me. One is that I recently saw that <laughs> we're in a pandemic, right, Brian? And we're all under quarantine. And we're supposed to be under quarantine. We're not supposed to be touching people, be around people. We're not having game nights. We're not doing any of that shit. We're just in our houses. Yet, some people in New York have decided to throw like raves in their apartment with it looks like 20 or more participants in this rave. And I'm just wondering what is going on through people's heads. Like, what are you thinking? Why is this, why is it okay for you to do? And then you're mad about other people trying to open up their state when you're That's just the making thing about New York is we were shitting on Georgia and Florida for reopening uh, businesses and everything back up early. And right. now that the weather's nice, it seems like everyone wants to party in New York. Uh, that's the same thing. Yeah, it's just as dangerous. What are you doing? There's no difference between people in Florida going to the beach. That's probably safer because it's outdoors and you can yeah. avoid people. If you're having people, you know, New York apartments are small. If you're having like 20 people in your apartment, that's like primetime COVID. There is video. It looks hot and sweaty. No one is wearing clothes. There's dancing. And like, yes, we used to be able to do that in the before times. But now, like, <laughs> you have to chill out, put some clothes on, wear a mask. And no one was even trying to, like, wear a mask or anything. I know that that's a lot for me to ask, but at this party for them to be wearing masks or gloves or something. But no one was even pretending to try. Like, they just gave I, up. I feel like because it's warm, people think it's okay. Because we always... In the human mind, we correlate cold with the flu and summer with fun. So now that it's warm, we think, oh, COVID has gone away. No, it's still here. It doesn't matter. It doesn't care that it's warm. And we still have to social distance and isolate and quarantine. Yeah, people uh, aren't doing that. So that's apparently what happened this weekend. Or, yeah, what's today? Tuesday? Yeah, that happened this weekend. Yeah, I saw the pictures of people's apartment parties our neighbors downstairs were having a barbecue and playing beer pong beer pong already transmits so many diseases before the pandemic let alone that's like the worst game you could be playing the ball's going into everyone's cups it's hitting the ground it's like, i was just watching these guys I was like what are you doing man like yeah. and then like i saw some other people sharing a joint on the corner, which I, I never, you know, I applaud that usually, but during yeah. COVID sharing a joint is one of the worst things you can do. Everyone gets yeah. an individual, individual joint <laughs> during COVID. Okay. You might as well just be making out on the street. If that's what you're right. Yeah. Roll your own during COVID. It's just, I don't, I don't really get the logic. Like when we first started the um, quarantine, my roommate, um, became my roommate is new and she became friends with the upstairs neighbors and she's like why don't we invite them over for like a game night and I'm like no bitch we're all I don't know these people <laughs> have they even washed their hands where have they been are they going awesome. like where do they even work I don't know their their life story no they're not coming into my house and she was mad at me but like <laughs> but like these are the breaks sorry also yeah this is New York we don't talk to our neighbors all yeah right? What no, are you doing? I'm in so she thinks it's okay. Oh, I got you. Out. Yeah, she's friendly. I've maybe said two words to my neighbors. I have lived here for, I guess it's four years now, and I have never, well, I've never met my upstairs neighbors, and there's apparently someone living in the basement, too, didn't know that. <laughs> that's right, that, that you steal <laughs> food from? That's, yeah, that's where I got my free um, Papa John's or whatever the fuck I got the other day, and yeah, and my downstairs neighbors have also been living here the same amount of time. I've said hi to them maybe like four times. Maybe that's so, why we're good at social distancing. We've already oh, been doing no. it this for been, years. This is my moment. I've been <laughs> doing this. Ugh. So the other thing that's bothered me, Brian, is 
I did not go food shopping this morning and I go every three weeks now. So there's really nothing left to eat in my house. Right. But there was a, a rogue like piece of chicken in my freezer and I'm like, perfect. I'll take that out and I'll cook that for dinner and I'll make tacos out of it or something. And I just looked at it because it's now defrosted and it's not chicken. Oh, it's the no. that I've been avoiding for weeks. This awful fish called basa. Have you ever had it before? I've never heard of this fish. Let me look. I want to find out more about basa fish. I don't really like fish. If I eat fish, it's usually salmon uh, or tilapia. It's nothing like um, that. Or, or sushi. So I, I don't like cooked fish very much. Yeah, it's a it's a little fishy. Um, so the internet says that it's mild in flavor, which I disagree, and it's got a delicate texture, and it's similar to catfish. Oh, um, catfish sucks ass. I hate catfish. No, it sucks. This fish fucking sucks. And I've tried now so many times to make recipes out of it, but there's really to no avail. Like nothing has been good. So then I just threw this because I didn't want to throw it away. So I threw it in the back of my freezer thinking like, oh, at some point I'll make something with it and it'll happen. Sure. And now I am left with no choice unless we get takeout today. (laughs) I'm trying to figure it out. And it sucks. It does not taste like catfish. It tastes like no fish I've ever had. It's garbage fish. It is garbage fish. But apparently it's good for you. Um, It's important for Vietnam. You you ate some of it. I did. And then you were like, this is gross. And then just put it in the back of the freezer. Yeah. And you then now, that, because of the quarantine, in the back of the freezer. Now you have to eat it, though. Well, yeah, I do. It's there now, and also, like, I was supposed to go food shopping this morning because it's the three week mark has passed. And now, since it's quarantine, if I don't go at seven a.m. to the supermarket, I'm never gonna go because right, and we're we're in crunch time. You can't waste food right now either. Yeah. You have to eat everything that you buy. Yeah, so all I have left are pasta, rice, and this terrible fish. So I guess I have to eat it. You have to eat it. And you uh, said you had taco shells, right? I have um, I have corn tacos. I don't Maybe buy shells. It's Cinco de Mayo today. Yeah. You can do some fish tacos. Maybe. Just slather it. Do you, have, do you have avocados or something? I have sour cream. There you I go. I have beans. I have I have a bunch of stuff that I might just make Spanish rice because I I'm trying to avoid this fish as much as I can. I might not even make the fish. The fish might die today. I might give it to an animal outside. <laughs> I mean, you could you could mask the fish with sour cream, I feel like. I'll let you know how it goes. I'm going to try. There's like just this one little piece left. And the problem with this fish too is I bought so much of it cuz it was on Yeah. Sale. Was it cheap? It was cheap. It yeah. was like, two dollars a pound or something oh no oh, oh and so like, you bought a pound of it yeah i bought so much <laughs> oh terrible fish. Ah! never do that dirt don't like we were saying off air uh quarantine is no time to start experimenting with stuff you haven't had before no it's not i mean it was at first because you know things were still in the markets but now it's like fucking crunch time you buy the no. basic you know what's good right. you move on because go straight this- for the chicken straight for the beef get in get out get some bread yeah oh my god exactly it's bad you did if if this is if you learn nothing else from this podcast don't buy basa fish it's garbage fish stick with the tilapia and the salmon those are the safe bets tuna is a safe bet i should have just bought all the tuna all the salmon love salmon um, apparently it poses a high risk of food poisoning, so I have to cook it properly. Oh. That's another thing. Great. Cool. There you go. No. We're learning so much today on the pod. Ryan, what's eating you? Well, what's eating me is the fact that, um, white people put everything in the fridge. They just, they get stuff and they think it all needs to be refrigerated. Hold on. And that's sir. completely what do you mean? untrue. I, I might be one of these white people. I like to put things in the fridge. So talk to me. Okay, well, you know, mustard doesn't need to go in the fridge. Uh, peanut butter doesn't need to go in the fridge. Bread doesn't need to go in the fridge. Tortillas don't need to go in the fridge. But somehow in my home, which is uh, 66% white, I'm the 33% not white. Everything ends up in the fridge, and it drives me fucking insane. Ariel, when you made your lemon loaf, my wife... Uh, made your lemon loaf. Um, oh do you keep your lemon loaf in the fridge? 
No, I um, I wrap it in saran wrap and leave it out, but it doesn't usually last a day. We eat the whole thing in well, under 12 hours most of the time. Guess where our lemon loaf is right now? In the fridge, drying it's out. frozen <laughs> in the fucking fridge. As a block in the fridge. When I wanted a piece for breakfast this morning, I had oh, to let it... Oh, no. <laughs> I had to let it simmer down to room temperature before oh. I could eat it. I had to wait like 30 minutes to eat my lemon loaf. I'm so sorry to hear that. Wow. Yeah. No. Well, I also I learned don't that most things don't belong in the fridge. Just most things. Most things don't. In order Onions to- don't. Garlic right. don't. Like a lot of produce people think you have to put in the fridge. Even cilantro, you can just put in water. You don't need to put it in the fridge. Yeah. Well, cilantro, my best way to keep it is uh, wrapping in paper towel and putting it in a large gallon bag and getting all the air out. And I've had it now for three weeks and it's still fresh. And it's not in the fridge? It is in the fridge. In the fridge, in a crisper, paper towels, gallon, um, Ziploc bag. Good to go. Still good. Okay. Three weeks. I agree with that. But you can also just put it in some water. And I already it'll have um, stay I just alive. things off on my shelves right now, so I, I have uh, green onion is in water on my oh yeah on my shelf. So I don't want to I don't want to clog up the whole kitchen with all my nonsense. I got you. That's fine. Um, but we just have uh so many things refrigerated. A hot sauce doesn't need need to be refrigerated. Whoa, That's- whoa, whoa, sir! I refrigerate my hot sauce. I won't oh, see it. why. I don't really know why I do that, but it's there. <laughs> There's no reason for hot sauce to be cold. There's Ketchup no. doesn't need to be refrigerated. <laughs> I don't like know why. why I do that. Like when you go to a diner or a Mexican restaurant, is the hot sauce and the ketchup cold? No, that's fine. It's right. room temp. No. And they have to follow city code. I know, but I don't want to be wrong about this. So I'm going to keep my, my hot sauce in the fridge, sir. <laughs> All right. It makes no sense, but uh, go ahead. Um, it just drives me crazy. So I tweeted this the other day that why do white people put everything in the fridge? And it, I didn't think it was going to blow up. I, I just tweeted it for myself. And so many white people came out of the woodwork defending why they put stuff in the fridge. And it just proved to me that they have bad taste. Yeah. Because everything like to them, just if it's cold, it tastes better. Like yeah, before no, I met my cool. wife, I didn't know that um, white people ate cold pizza for breakfast, like leftover pizza oh, I from like the. Cold pizza. Like, I yeah, like I, but I just had never done that. Yeah, you don't. It's do that? fine. But it's you know what good. I do with leftover pizza? What do you do? I put a little olive oil in a pan. Okay. Put the heat on medium, then I fry the pizza. It's even better than it was fresh because it's got a little I... crunch to it. I literally just did that today. <laughs> it's awesome, right? <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. It's better than when you get it fresh out the box to me. Wow. I don't know if it's better than fresh out the box, but it's it's damn near close. It's different. It's like a different yeah. texture. My boyfriend was going to put it in the microwave and I was like, sir, give me. No, 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 no. Hand no. this over because it was just going to be a floppy, disgusting mess. Yeah. It, when you put it in the microwave, it just becomes soggy. Yeah, it becomes sad. It becomes truly a leftover feel, and we don't yeah. we don't do that in my house. The olive oil in the frying pan, oh, it makes yeah. the cheese a little crispy. Yeah. You bite into it, it's gooey on the inside. It's incredible. Um, but so many white people were taking pictures of stuff in their fridge of the label that says keep refrigerated. And it's like, yes, of course, if the label says keep refrigerated, I'm not talking about that stuff. Yeah. I'm talking about all the other shit white people put in the fridge. You're talking about me and my hot sauce, and I won't. Yes, like <laughs> you just put it in the fridge because they don't know where it goes, you know. You know, but there's also the flip side of this that white people will also leave stuff out that shouldn't be left out. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Everything's everywhere. It's all in the wrong place. Oh, dude, one of the biggest fights we had it was when my wife put avocados in the fridge. No, I lost my fucking mind. That's yeah. That's a no, no. No, I was I was going to make guacamole that night. And it was like, dude, now I can't make anything. These are hard as rocks. Wow. wow. Avocados leave out always. Forever. That's it. I've seen white people put bananas in the fridge. That's insane to me. That's just, that's crazy. criminal. That should you should be put in federal prison for that. But also, like you should know at this point as an adult person that bananas cannot go in the fridge. I think that's a pretty basic one because they turn brown immediately. Yeah, trying to like age your banana faster. 
I don't really get what you're doing and why I you're have doing no idea. That. My yeah. roommate also did something. Uh, another, <laughs> another probably shouldn't put that in the freezer. She has been making broth, and <laughs> um, broth exactly. is all the rage as we've yep. been talking about. <laughs> and she got a bell jar, one of my nice, fancy, large bell jars that I put like my iced coffee in. And she took it, one of yours. Yeah, and put it in the freezer with her. And it exploded. Yeah. <laughs> it did, Ryan. Yeah, you don't put glass in the freezer with uh liquid. First of all, you that's yeah, you don't put glass in the freezer with liquid. But secondly, when you put hot liquid yes. in a glass in the freezer, it's even worse. So it's like an have- explosion. You're making a little bomb. You're making a bomb. <laughs> so don't she should worry, be in federal I, prison. She should be in prison. You're right. She is a <laughs> insane. So she did buy me a new bell jar in case you're wondering. Okay, um, good. But we have more in the house. But that really shook me to my core because she's older than me. And I think, again, hey. at this point in our lives, we should know not to put glass with liquid in the freezer. Yes, these are the simple things you can learn on this food podcast, guys. (laughs) Not everything should be frozen or put in the fridge. Oh, my God. Um, And and it's not just about, like, nitpicky things. It's about flavor. The flavor is better with a lot of things that stay at room temperature. The cold uh, masks a lot of the flavor. And when you keep certain things at room temperature, it's just it tastes better. But, like, where did... Where did this even come from? Like, where did you decide you wanted to put a loaf of lemon into the freezer, a block of something that you just made the other day? Like, you're not trying to preserve it for years. It's just something you're going to eat this week, probably. So why are you freezing it? Yeah, and that's the thing. I got outvoted because there's two white people in my apartment. And I was like, why? Like, this is crazy, you know? Yeah. Like, why are we doing this? And um, now it's just... They they were they were afraid of the icing melting. What? But I was like, it'll be fine. It's not our our. It's like sixty nine degrees in our apartment. It's not it's not gonna melt. It's not the <laughs> desert. You know what I mean? You could also like if you're feeling that strong about the icing, you could not put it on the whole loaf and leave it on the side, and then as you go, add more icing, which is what we did this time around. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Play like pay for play icing that's what we did and um yeah did you what recipe did you use when i sent you yeah i think it's a it looks exactly like the picture you sent me a couple weeks ago nice yeah it was really good it's my favorite i've made four or five of them now at this point so yeah it it didn't take very long and it's so good so good so simple the best and i've tried to make a different recipe than the one i sent you and it did not work out as well it came out completely different and terrible um, okay, so stick tea, with that original. Yeah, you and and that's the thing. Again, I gotta stop fucking around with like different. I'm wasting my flour. I'm wasting my lemons by making a whole different recipe. Just stick with what you know and what's good. If you learn nothing else from this episode, just stick with the good stuff and don't waste your shit because flour is gonna be out soon. Meat is almost out. It was really hard for us to find flour. Yeah, we had to get. Go to the organic aisle and get the organic flour. We couldn't get the regular um, yeah. flour from the baking yeah. aisle. So we've been getting true. our flour. Everyone's trying to make lot. bread and loaves right now. Yeah, no, I <laughs> can't do that anymore. That was like a, a first week quarantine thing because you can't find flour. But the um, flour we get, shout out to Moncler Bread Company. You can order for them online and they sell you their huge packs of flour that they use to make their breads. And they just sell oh. you that, um, like a wholesale bread. So yeah, it's good. Yeah. Been getting All right. Mm. Ariel, what's your eat of the week? Oh, my eat of the week. So I have been eating out more than I'd like to admit lately. I'm now a little tired of cooking every single meal for every single day. But my mom actually started cooking, luckily, and she made food and delivered it to me. And it wow. was, put it in like actual delivery containers. I don't know where she got these containers, but like the the styrofoam where it separates the meat yeah. from the, the rice and stuff. I have pictures. She's of a them. mom. I know exactly what she did. She ordered takeout 
and kept the container. She, <laughs> yeah. washed, she put them in the dishwasher. <laughs> waiting for this moment. <laughs> so they're so from nineteen ninety five. She was like, a, "I know Ariel's are. gonna want." They are. They're definitely discolored and like a little gross, but you know what? Uh, the food was delicious. She made uh-huh. me a couple different things. So she made me recaito, which is a that did not go in the container. So this is a thing that I can continue to use for maybe a month. It is a cilantro cooking base, and the base is cilantro, culantro, garlic, onion, um, these Spanish peppers called ají dulce, and then olive oil, salt, pepper. That sounds it, so good. What's yeah, um, culantro? It is similar to cilantro. They look a little different, but it's a little more like woodsy flavor to it. But they're like the same okay. family. Where can um, you, I can't? I've never seen that in the grocery store. Do you have to go to like a Spanish? Yeah, grocery my mom store? goes to a Spanish grocery store called Pueblo. Let me see if I could find um, cilantro. And I've n- I've literally never heard of it. Oh yeah, it exists. Hmm hmm. So it says, what is the difference between cilantro and cilantro? They d- they differ in their appearance so culantro leaves are long and sawtooth almost like dandelion leaves while cilantro leaves are small and lacy like parsley um the flavor and aroma intensity is different culantro is way more potent than cilantro so if you already don't like cilantro you're gonna hate culantro i'm gonna love it because i i put cilantro in everything i think it brightens everything up yeah it's um uh, it's also called mexican coriander um (laughs) That sounds yeah. like such a fucking racist put racist. down. Yeah, it sounds racist, but that's that's, that's not fact. cilantro. That's Mexican coriander. <laughs> and for single denial, what else could we ask for? Um, so we got that, and so it's a cooking base. So it's this little green stuff that comes in a jar. It almost looks like there's um this green stuff that you get with Indian food sometimes, like a. I think it's also a cilantro base. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, that's but, called. Um, I don't know. Hold on one second. Good thing there's Google. Yeah, it's called chutney. Yes, it's kind of like a chutney, but what so you is do this, with it, is it for like dipping? No, I mean technically you could, but that's not like my mom gets upset with me when I use it for that purpose because it's not for that. It's for like if you're seasoning your beans or your rice or your uh, roast pork or anything like that. That's what you use to season it. So, so it goes into like, the full mixture of everything. Yeah. So instead of like chopping up garlic every time and and you know onions and all that shit, it's all in there. So you just pop it in and you're kind of done. It makes it so easier. You drink uh, the ricaito ahead of time and have a bunch of it saved, and yes. then just use it as your base when you, whenever you make whatever you're gonna make. Exactly. Some people will. So I like it in a jar, and I just take tablespoons out at a time, and I just keep it in my fridge. But some people will put maybe a tablespoon into an ice cube tray, and then they put it in their rice when they're cooking it, and so that you have the frozen little um doses every time so Uh, there are different ways to do it that sounds so good it is excellent it's really really good it's one of my favorite things so my mom makes that for me whenever she's able to go to the spanish market so she went and then she made uh benny which is oh yes my favorite no um roast pork cooked with garlic and that base that acaito base and then she made arroz con candules which is just like yellow rice so it's a song and pigeon peas and green olives with pimento and the recaito all together. Of peas from last week, pigeon peas I like. Well, then they're more like you beans. like peas, sir. You like peas. We found out. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. They had. They didn't have fresh peas at the grocery store, so I didn't get to make anything with peas in it this week. But hopefully for next pod, I can have yeah. a dish ready to talk about. Wow, I can't believe this whole week you did not make anything with peas. I'm very disappointed in you. I am too. I was ready to have some peas, some fresh peas for the first time in my life. And I guess people are buying up peas for quarantine. If you can't find peas, I will try to find some tomorrow and ship them to your house. (laughs) Worth it. (laughs) Worth it. It'll be so old and nasty by the time you get it. Yeah, exactly. And then it'll just make me hate them more. (laughs) Gray peas again. My uh, eat of the week, I made for the first time uh, homemade meatballs and spaghetti with meat sauce. So I think the true Italians will be a little upset because I use the Mama Reao's um, sauce as a base. No, if you're going to use a sauce, that's the best one. Yeah. So I use that as as a base, but I still made my own ground beef. 
but okay. that was the base for the meat sauce. And then uh, the meatballs I made with uh, milk. Um, I used uh, Ritz crackers. <laughs> milk uh, and Ritz crackers? Yeah. Well, you cr you crush up the Ritz crackers to be uh, the breadcrumbs that soaks in the milk. Okay. And then for the meatball, you use ground beef with an egg, uh, parsley, Italian seasonings, salt, pepper, a little cayenne for heat, and then you mix it all up. It turned out really good. Garlic, um, onion, and then I put that with the spaghetti and meat sauce, and it was it turned out delicious. I had never made that dish before. I'd made spaghetti, of course, but never with meatballs and meat sauce, and it was what? awesome. What made you try this recipe of meatball? It sounds very pioneer woman, a little bit white trashy with the um, Ritz crackers. So I'm interested to hear what happened there. Well, don't most meatballs have breadcrumbs in them? Yeah, but not Ritz crackers. The but Italians are going to be upset. It's quarantine. Like, where am I going to get real breadcrumbs right now? So I had to improvise. Um, it's not that hard to get. Is it that hard now to get breadcrumbs? Yeah, I, I like the grocery stores don't have a lot of like the little specialty items. They didn't just have like breadcrumbs. So. Um, I had to improvise with the Ritz crackers. Okay. And yeah, I had yeah. heard of that before. I kind of just like looked at the recipe and kind of went off on my own and like freestyled it. So yeah. yes, did I did. It? I It is a little white trash with the Ritz crackers, but this yeah. is quarantine. So you have to adapt like we were talking about, but yeah. they turned out really good. They were really moist and just so delicious. I'm going to, uh, the cool thing about meatballs is you can like play with the recipe. So I'm going to yeah. try like a little um, instead of grated Parmesan, I think I'm going to try Parmesan chunks so that when the oh, meatball shit. pulls apart, we have like the yeah. melted Parmesan inside. We should try so. get, yeah, getting a chunk and put it in the middle, almost like a stuffed meatball yes. situation. So you get that nice pull. Yes, that's definitely what I want to try next time. Um, yeah. yeah, but it's definitely going to go in the rotation. And then, of course, um, I'm going to try to make my own sauce and not use the uh, Mama Reyes as the base. I, I just didn't have the time to make a sauce all day. But next time, I will definitely make my own sauce. Okay. Okay. Okay, that sounds good. I, I appreciate this. I think it could yeah, work. it was really it was really delicious. Um what are your local businesses that you want to shout out this week? Uh, who do I, I guess just Montclair Bread Company is the only person I can think of, the only company I can think of right now because everybody else has been doing me wrong. I did get some bad takeout that I'm upset about. Um, <laughs> so fuck them. Hopefully they I go hate, out of business. I hate bad food. I don't even want to talk about them. They're just going to go out of business on their own because they're awful. Uh. Um, but it was like a, it was a place that was touting themselves as, uh, healthy soul food so I should have known then that it was not going to be good but it was truly and they made us wait forever and it was so bad Brian it was like, oh, like that's a frozen the worst. Like, burger and right. bad patty it was just all embarrassing embarrassing for them because they cost a lot and weren't even tasty and I waited for hours and I was angry and you know I hate bad food <laughs> I know it's you it's know why the I hate that takeout. So my shout out to local business Montclair Bread Company in New Jersey. They do um, this online ordering system where you could order some of their ready-made stuff. So you can order their like donuts they're famous for and their breads. Or on the flip side of that, you can order things from them because they know you don't have it and you can't get it at the store. So flour, unsalted butter is really fucking hard to find right now. So flour, unsalted butter, cocoa powder, baking soda, baking powder, oat milk regular milk, eggs, all that shit, you can order online ahead of time. And then you can pick up on your designated day at your designated time. So they're so backed up actually with all of these orders that I made an order, I think last Thursday and I'm picking it up tomorrow because there's. So oh, wow. Up. Yeah. Wow. So, so they're, they're actually doing quite well during quarantine. Yeah. They're doing okay. Um, because they're providing this thing that a lot of people need right now. Yeah, and it seems like they've retained all of their employees, as far as I know, because um, I do know the assistant manager that works there, and she's still working. They're doing pickup orders. They're doing delivering to people's houses, so it's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, love that. I want to shout out um, Milk Bar, a favorite of both of ours. Oh, yes. Um, when I was in the hospital, uh, one of our friends sent us some Milk Bar truffles and cookies wow. and pie. 
And I had, uh, because I followed David Chang on Instagram, he actually had said that he had to lay off a lot of his employees and Milk Bar is part of his uh, Momofuku empire. So yeah. uh, I thought like the whole uh, business was shut down, but Milk Bar is still open. They, they're they making deliveries. They're downtown. I live all the way up in Harlem. It, it's like Montclair Bakery. It takes a little time. You have to order stuff like a week out. Yeah. Sometimes you can get stuff day of if it's uh, if they have it, but Milk Bar makes the best cakes and cookies yeah. and milkshakes, Seriously. and um, they're operating in New York still. They're doing deliveries, and I had uh, so we actually ordered a piece of birthday cake on right. Sunday, and it was so good. <sighs> so good. I love that. I'm so happy they're still around because I do love, you know, I love, I love their ice cream. I love their garbage compost cookie. I yeah. love that. You know, I love garbage. Yes. So good. Oh. Um, yeah. I'm glad they're still operating right now uh, because that's like one of the iconic places in the city and a place I always take people when they come visit and, you know, um, they make really delicious elevated um, childhood desserts uh so i'm i want to shout them out for that hell yeah Mm. hell yeah should we get into speaking of delicious desserts let's hop into our guilty pleasures i know you have a guilty pleasure because you texted me earlier (laughs) that you went to wendy's at midnight okay so what big deal okay (laughs) it happens to the worst of us so I went, the only place that's open at midnight in my area is Wendy's. I so thought I you had a McDonald's. You had talked about a McDonald's before. Yes, I, I would choose but, McDonald's okay. over Wendy's. Yes, but Brian, if you had to choose one or the other, you're going to choose McDonald's? Yeah, 100%. Ew. Why? I just like their menu better. I like their food better. That's, I mean, you're wrong. That's Wendy's is everyone's end. third choice, and that's literally what they are. They're third. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a little, it's slightly closer to my house, which is really not 100% true. It was either Dunkin' uh, Donuts, McDonald's, or Wendy's. And yeah. so Wendy's was the choice. Also, it was more my boyfriend wanted to eat uh, like a meal. And I was like, I'll eat whatever like dollar menu thing they have because I, I haven't okay. eaten Wendy's in a long time. So I got a junior bacon cheeseburger and it was really good. And then. I ate some of his fries, and maybe that's why I have a, a change of heart about the fries because they weren't my fries, and everything tastes <laughs> You were you were swat you were swiping them. I was uh, also the also it is quarantine, yeah. and we What's aren't going here? to get fast food as much. So I think just the nostalgia of getting takeout, yeah, uh, or drive through is uh, making this type of food taste better, maybe. It could be because I remember Wendy's fries being terrible, like one to 10, one being awful, terrible, and 10 being amazing. They were like a negative two. And now after yesterday, I would give them a regular two. So they've gone up. (laughs) So they're still the worst fry, but- Yeah, it's still bad. Worst fry. Better version of the worst fry. They were sad. They they try to do this thing where they have the- um, the skin of the potato, like you're not fooling me, all of that stuff. But I still kind of liked it. I don't know. Okay. But they're still the worst. Sure. Yeah. Still the worst fry. 100%. So that's all you had were fries and a junior bacon cheeseburger? Yeah. And that's all I ate. But then I got home and I ate cupcakes that I made. <laughs> this And this is probably like one in the morning by now. Yeah. At this point, it was one in the morning. But it was cupcakes that I had made in the afternoon. So it's not like I had to actually physically make them. Sure. But I made these cupcakes because we have nothing left but self-rising flour. Have you used self-rising flour, Brian? I have used it for fried chicken. Yeah, it sucks. It doesn't do anything for you. It's so fine, too. So I couldn't really use it for anything, and I was just looking at recipes on the internet, like, who will help me make something with self-rising flour? Uh-huh. And the only thing you can make with it are cupcakes and pound cake. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, I love pound cake. I'll make pound cake. Pound cake requires a pound of eggs. So <laughs> oh, that's why it's called pound cake. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, what can I make with like one egg and some of this bullshit flour to get rid of it in my house? And so I made these cupcakes and they came out pretty good, actually. Okay. But um, I don't have those little cupcake liners. So the cupcakes themselves are ugly. 
they taste good, but they're ugly because they just fell apart in the. Yeah, um, they don't have the holder. Yeah, they didn't have a little holder. But uh, I made my first buttercream icing. I've never made buttercream icing before. Delicious. Oh, I love buttercream. Yes. Uh, real good. Real, real good. It was a, a um, Bon Appetit. They're they're fucking crushing it right now. Shout out to oh. Bon Appetit for really doing the Lord's work during the quarantine. Bon Appetit, shout out. Uh, well, wow. we can talk about this in news a little more, but they featured a Hmong chef in his restaurant. So that was real exciting. Ooh, we love. We love to hear it. But uh, yeah, we can talk about that in food news. Um, my guilty pleasure, really, I have been pounding prosciutto like it's what? going out of style. It is actually going out of style. It's going <laughs> away. <Ryan>. Um, <laughs> like for every every week we go to the grocery store, I get go to the deli counter and get a half pound of prosciutto. And wow. every day I've been making either a prosciutto burrata and um roasted red pepper sandwich someone's or... rich what's going on <laughs> i mean it's not that expensive really we if you get to the supermarket that's luxury my friend what are you doing <laughs> i mean my wife is rich i'm poor. oh that's true that's true yeah um... you're rich by association <laughs> yeah i mean i'm a trophy husband you're it's awesome rich. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i uh and then uh, for a midnight snack, what I'll do is I'll make a little prosciutto and burrata salad oh with like God. some tomato and um, I have a balsamic glaze. <laughs> I use that as a dressing with a little olive oil wow. and I just pound that at around. That's like my midnight snack because it's wow. easy and it's just so good. Wow. And fuck it. He lost like 100 pounds in the hospital. I did. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to right back because of this disgusting habit of eating. <laughs> I'm going to get sick of prosciutto pretty soon. So, um, yeah, I, I better enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah. Damn. That sounds good as hell, though. Burrata? So oh, my God. So the, the creaminess of the burrata. Yeah. And then you get the acidity from the bell pepper or the tomato, whichever one you decide to use. And then you get that that silky, delicious bite from the prosciutto. It's just like the perfect meal. It's so good. I'm jealous. You get a little sweetness from the balsamic glaze, just some olive oil for that slick fat. So good. I say this as I'm eating the marshmallows from a Lucky Charms box right now. Are you good. just you're you're just picking out the marshmallows like a four year old? Yes, I am. That's yeah. enough hard lucky charms. Let's stop pretending we want to eat those little oat charms. Nobody wants that. <laughs> Amazing. Well, we already spoiled a little bit of the food news. Let's get right into the food news now. Um last week we talked about how Tyson warned us that there was going to be a issue with the supply chain in getting no, meat. We didn't talk about how they warned us. We were very skeptical and we were we like, were? Yes. Tyson, you dirty, dumb bitches. You think we're stupid. You we're ignorant bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and now look at us. And now you sent me uh, this article from the New York times that meat is it's literally becoming more rare in grocery stores. Yeah. Whoops, our bad. Our bad guys. <laughs> um Kroger and Costco are limiting meat purchases due to the yeah. slowdown. And a lot of it, it actually I looked up um Tyson today. Um it's actually their fault though. Because they reopened a lot of their plants like in Iowa and they weren't reporting people getting sick with COVID. And today it was released that 730 employees have COVID no at this one way. at one plant in Iowa. Oh my God. Yes. So it's kind what of more on them for not being safe. Mm. Just when these people in Idaho and Iowa or whatever the fuck think they're safe. Nope. Meat plant. That's where it is. Enjoy. That's where it is. Yeah. Wow. So. Wow. There is a meat shortage, but I think it's because they're not um, being as safe as they should be at a lot of these um, meat factories. Holy shit. Yeah, it's because, well, now people can't work. So now what do we got? And then they've we been no destroying meat. the animals. Yeah. Oh, 
And it's um, what I'm seeing a lot of is actually Wendy's is saying we're out of stuff. And they're, um, <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to laugh, but it is true. Like last time when we went to Wendy's, a lot of the stuff on their menu was out. And I didn't put two and two together thinking like, oh, it's probably because of COVID. I thought like, oh, this is Wendy's is ghetto and they don't have the shit that we need. <laughs> I mean, you know, they would have been out no matter what. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're like, oh, they're just like midnight. They're out of the stuff. I get it. But no, right. because of COVID and Wendy's um, is one of the people that's speaking out and saying like, oh, we don't have the meat, the proper meat in production anymore to um, serve all of our customers. So if Wendy's is coming out saying that, who's to say who's next? Like Dunkin' Donuts, McDonald's, like who is next? Um, You know, this whole pandemic might just make America healthier. Wow. <laughs> I hate to see it. Yeah. Because everyone, everyone who lives is going to have the antibodies yeah. to not get COVID. And then there's going to be no meat. So we're all going to have to be vegetarian. Everyone's just going to be, everyone who survives this in two years is just going to be fit as fuck. Um, no one's going to be fit because we're all sitting around. So that's not true. That's gonna true. Be, we're going to be like when you first got out of the hospital and you lose a bunch of weight. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to be weak. <laughs> Country of weaklings. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be weak waifs because <laughs> that's all we had. And this We're all gonna be wearing berets. Bad it's fish from be... the back of the freezer type shit. Right. That's what's happening. Damn um, you. I mean, our cholesterol will be better though. That's basically. Yeah. I mean, I love meat for sure, but you know, if it comes down to it and you can't get it, I think I'll be okay. I'll. I, I like to try out new recipes and stuff. I've been making a lot of baba ganoush. I've talked right. about that before. I can survive off like the vegetarian uh, Mediterranean meals for sure. I mean, that's not really the problem. It's that also when you think about it, so if meat's going first, then who's next? Vegetables. Because who's going to pick the vegetables? All the sick people? No. Oh. So there's going to be no food pretty there's soon. no food. We're fucked. We're fucked. I'm trying to tell you now. I I'm going to pull out the New York Times and tell you that we're fucked. Oh. Yeah. Well, let's not think about that. <laughs> Well, I'm thinking, okay, so if Wendy's goes first, because those bitches are telling on themselves, who's next and who remains untouchable? Who do you think is going to be like good to go throughout all of this? Mm-hmm. Subway? Yeah, because their stuff is made out of yoga mats. You're right. So they've Yeah, got- that stuff, I think they probably have pounds and pounds of it frozen away and it's all prepackaged. Yeah. I think they'll they'll just be fine. Yeah, Subway will be fine. I think Taco Bell will be fine because their shit is not real beef either. Yeah, you know why uh, Wendy's is out of stuff? Their stuff is fresh, never frozen. They always oh. say that. That's uh-huh. their whole marketing thing. Damn, they should have just lied to us. Like, we thought they were. They should have just lied. <laughs> just be, like, I don't understand the fresh, never frozen thing. Just be like McDonald's and Subway. Prepackage yeah, everything. Anyway, bro, like, what are you doing? You Damn. don't, <laughs> it's pandemic. Don't, don't be a hero. <laughs> <laughs> oh no so okay Taco Bell's gonna live Subway's gonna live so then what do they become the number one <laughs> number two spots what happens to Chick-fil-A what happens to Popeye's well Chick-fil-A has the lore on their side <laughs> true and they're already on Sundays okay. so that's like another public like a and, yo, actually did you see this Chick-fil-A is starting a blue apron type service where I they're gonna send that. you the ingredients and then you can make your own Chick-fil-A at home which is like smart because people, I think, like Blue Apron. They're not in love with it because it's really just like stuff you can make. But yeah. it's smarter for brands to do it because you can't really make the Chick Fil A sandwich at home unless you have their ingredients, and now you do. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good idea. I thought about it, but I'm, you know, I'm trying not to give them any money at all and that's a whole new money. level of depravity if you order the chick-fil-a blue apron you're making it in your own home that's like <laughs> <laughs> i brought the devil you know, into my it. home yeah. oh yeah i can't do it but yeah it would be i thought about it know that i thought long and hard and i was like this shit looks good and if i make it myself i could pretend like i made it i made it made it you know right i mean oh. it's probably like pretty fresh stuff too it's probably delicious i bet it's really good <laughs> chick fil is good i mean i don't know it's and good. Pa- i guess popeye's not good. why isn't popeye's gonna go what's happening with them i mean our popeye's is shut down in harlem actually is it 
Yeah. Oh no. I think uh, for a lot of fast food places, only the restaurants that have drive-throughs are staying open, mm. and a lot of the fast food places in New York City don't have a drive-through because yeah. they're just connected to the building. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, so, my so place all, of privilege in New Jersey, I didn't right. even think about it. All of your restaurants have drive-throughs, so they're still operating. Yeah, um, I think it's just a way for like those companies to cut costs right now. But hopefully they can reopen uh, once the pandemic's over. But uh, yeah, for right now, uh, we don't have Popeyes in our neighborhood. Damn, B. It's been really hard. First COVID and now no Popeyes. It's just been a rough couple of months for me. (laughs) I don't know. I'm going to need therapy pretty soon. (laughs) (laughs) Specifically (laughs) therapy. Another quick um, piece of news. Uh, We were talking about Bon Appetit. Yeah. I, I think they're doing the best stuff right now they're, during the quarantine. Oh, wow. They're killing it. Um, because it's Asian Pacific American Heritage Month, They, I think this is the first time they featured a Hmong chef from Minnesota. Shout out to oh. Yia Vang. He's opening a pop-up called Union Hmong Kitchen. Uh, check him out on Instagram and uh, just Google Union Hmong Kitchen. Dude, the food looks incredible. Ariel, go on Bon Appetit and check out uh, the post about him. He's okay. making delicious, like a fresh take, just like an elevated take on all the dishes I grew up eating. And I can't wait to go visit my family in Minnesota and eat at his restaurant. Um, it just looks amazing. And a lot of people have not had Southeast Asian food like this. They've had Vietnamese food. They've had Thai food. Mong food kind of falls right in the middle of both. It's a fusion of like Chinese, Vietnamese, uh, Thai and Lao flavors. It's really, really fresh, bright, delicious food. And I, I'm so glad that we're finally getting a spotlight and um, more people will find out about Hmong food. Hell yeah. Oh, I'm excited to look them up. I can't, I can't see them right now, but I'm sure you'll direct me towards where to go. Yeah, I'll send it to you so you All can right, see okay. it. I'm excited. That's great. Love yeah. their providing a platform for Hmong people to actually get their food out there so that the people can see that you guys are here. We here. We doing it. Um, Staying on the Asian theme, uh, right before pandemic, Korean restaurants were making um, ramdan, which is the noodle dish from Parasite, uh, because because white people saw Parasite and they fell in love with it. Ramdan, (laughs) by the way, is not even a real dish. It's made up by the movie. Uh, the term Ramdan was made up by the interpreter. Uh, if you if you followed um, Parasite throughout award season, you saw Bong Joon-ho, the director, with a tiny woman who was his interpreter. She made it that term up. That dish is basically just um, ramen noodles mixed with udon noodles, instant. And oh. uh, it's like cheap. It's like $4. But <laughs> Korean restaurants have been making it and selling it for $20 and white people think it's like this delicacy when it's really just like our Asian people's version of like when you come home and heat up a hot pocket. Wow! (laughs) Imagine if like Asians saw a movie where a white guy was eating a hot pocket and we're like, whoa, that looks so good. And then they came to America and Americans started selling them hot pockets for like $20 a pop. Yeah. But I want to try it now. If you send me a recipe, I will try it too because I'm just as dumb as these white people. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you can still go to an Asian grocery store, you can get all the ingredients. It's really, really cheap. It's just instant noodle and instant ramen. Uh, Instant ramen and instant udon mixed with like whatever meat you want. So you can do like in the movie, they do beef, but you can do chicken. You can do vegetarian. It's just like a stir fry, basically. Okay. Did you make some? I have have made some in the past, yeah, uh, with pork belly mm. and I, I do like I do like a soy egg and some bok choy you can you can put anything you want in it because it's just that noodle salty noodle base mm-hmm. and then like any meat you make with it and vegetables you make with it is just going to absorb all that flavor and it's delicious <sighs> damn yeah I'm hungry is really <laughs> is really what's happening here and realizing I- that I only have this terrible fish is making me very sad well, I think we've come to the end of the pod. Um, we did it. This we is what's it. eating you for the week. Ariel, uh, what are all your plugs? Do you have any Zoom shows coming up? 
Do I? I have a show this Sunday. It's a Zoom show that's going to be talking about the TV show Insecure. Should be pretty fun. It's with Electra Telesford. Um, catch me on Zoom with that one. Hopefully it doesn't get Zoom bombed. Um, but other than that, you can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at Ariel Yeti. How about you, Brian? Cool. Yeah, I'm at Brian Yang on Twitter, at Brian L. Yang on Instagram. Uh, Google uh, Hack City. I will be on their Zoom show on Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, that should be a super fun show. They had like 200 people in their Zoom wow. uh, hangout last time. So That's awesome. we'll see Yeah, if they can do that again. Um, yeah, and the couple of Zoom shows I've done have been actually pretty fun. I know. Um, we can lower stakes than real stand-up. And uh, I've actually been getting paid, which is weird. Yeah. Brian, this is it. I cannot go back I to can't go back. stage and not getting paid and being at a deficit at the end of the night. Do you no. understand how awesome it feels to do your set and then immediately walk into your living room? With, with no pants on? <laughs> yeah, and not have to hop on a train for an hour to like uh, Ariel, you're my best friend, but coming to Culture Vultures is a fucking nightmare for right, me. You're never coming to New Jersey. I'm never going back to, to <laughs> Queens. Are you kidding me? Only watching me visually from now on. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah Zoom changed my life, dude. I'm not. I don't care if the pandemic ends tomorrow. I'm still never leaving my house. <laughs> Our friendship only reaches as far as the internet will let us. No way. We have, we have Zencaster now. There's no reason yeah. for us to go back to the studio. No. It's over. <laughs> it's over. Thanks, COVID. So that's the pod for this week. Also, follow us on Instagram at What's Eating You Pod. Uh, What's Eating You Pod on Twitter with just the letter U on Twitter because of the character count limit. Um, that's the show for this week. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>